Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today, we welcome Kevin Johnson to Business Matters. Kevin, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Kevin is a Principal and Project Engineer at Bearland Development Services. He's also part of the team that is developing a Riva Premium Estate Living in West Kelowna. Um, and I'll say that you guys are doing something at Riva, maybe more than one thing uh, that is quite a bit different than most developments. So we want to get into that today and chat about that. Uh, so thanks for joining us and let's get started. Sounds great. Thanks awesome. for having me. So, uh, no problem. So I mentioned sort of your role a little bit, but let's unpack that a little bit. So you're you're an engineer by trade. You're you're part of the development team at Riva. And what what other hats are you wearing? What else is on your plate that you've got going on? Oh, I think you know my my proudest hat is definitely a father of two, and um, I think uh, on the business side, you know, I work uh, a lot with my family. Um, we uh, my brother with uh, Storage Bear and the Packing House self storage. So that's kind of part of it. And you mentioned Ariva. That's also with my dad. And then I have my own business, Bearland, and it's working with other property owners and clients uh, in the Okanagan on some really cool projects, um, wineries and things like that. So lots of hats. With a, with a couple of young kids, your construction development side is probably easy. Once you yeah, yeah, it's a piece <laughs> of cake. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a balance. It's a balance for sure. I imagine. So you 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 have development, I guess, in your blood, for lack of better word, because your dad Barry, you mentioned, was is part of the team uh, at Predator Ridge and many other developments over his can I say 40 plus years and that he's been doing this for? So, so were yeah. your, was your career decided for you when you were born? You went into engineering, but was that sort of in the blood that you kind of where you were going to end up? I think so. Yeah. Without knowing, I think so. I mean, you, you mentioned he, he had a, a company uh, called Canadian Adult Communities and um, I cleaned a lot of crawl spaces as a little kid, um, just, you know, cleaning up around the job site and uh, yeah. that kind of thing. And, he, you know, he's built hundreds of homes. And so I think, yeah, it's definitely in the blood and um, a passion, I think, it, it more than anything. Yeah. So how did you get into this career? Like, what, 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 you know, what was it because you were alongside seeing what your dad was doing? Is that sort of what led you into doing what you're doing today? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I did engineering and then I spent a lot of time in Vancouver um, as like a highway designer. So I did things like the Sea to Sky Highway and Golden Years Bridge and uh, running big design teams and stuff like that. And then kind of first opportunity to move back to Kelowna because I, I grew up here. Um, first opportunity to move back to Kelowna, I was a little more focused on the civil um, land development side. So more of subdivisions and uh, municipal roads and uh, multi-use pathways and stuff like that. So that's kind of uh, and, and that's through like engineering firms like Urban Systems and CTQ and, and kind of that kind of thing. So, 
Sweetie gets super excited when they announce the Massey Tunnel that they're redoing, the eight-lane. Do you guys oh, yeah. when you hear that announcement? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, you know, yeah, any kind of, like, massive infrastructure improvement, I'm always, like, looking at the renderings and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And, yeah. Um, so was Okanagan, was Okanagan home for you? Were you born in the Okanagan? I was actually born in Calgary. And then, um, you know, my parents moved here when I was one years old. So pretty much, yeah, raised raised in Kelowna, born in Calgary. So I'm a Flames fan, not a Canucks fan. Okay. <laughs> well, they won the cops. So okay. Right? Manny <laughs> <Maddie> McDonald. <laughs> um, I, well, I, I, I don't know if you knew this. Maybe we'll never talk again because I was an Oilers fan. So... Yeah, it's um, over. Where's the, maybe the where's call's the over? I don't know. <laughs> um, so I mentioned a Reva, and I do want to jump into that because I think it's one area, or sorry, development that is so unique, right? So, but before we jump into a few things when it comes to a Reva, like for people maybe haven't heard of a Reva, tell us about what 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 is a Reva? What, what's the development? What you know, um, and what makes you unique in your mind? Yeah, sure. Um, so Arriva is a development site. It's a Lakeview estate. So it's 12 and a half acre property. And we're planning a five phase development there. Um, we're targeting uh, boomers and zoomers, active adults. Um, it's got a lot of amenities and the real focus is community, um, health and wellness. So um, it's just located across from downtown Kelowna. So just over the bridge on West Bank First Nations land. And um, it's just off West Side Road. So uh, we've been working on this project for, you know, five to six years and or probably more the planning stages, more like eight. Um, so our heart and soul has gone into this development, which, you know, makes it unique. We're really fine tuning the, um, the details uh, and then <clears throat> everything from a, a health and wellness perspective is front of mind. So everything's focused towards living a happier, healthier life. And it's interesting, one thing that really stood out to me when I was, you know, first started working with you guys and looking at the development is that I think either you or Barry mentioned it's, you know, you designed it from, you know, the outside in, for lack of a better word. And, and, it, and it really kind of hit home that the Okanagan is, you know, the nighttime is beautiful. You want to sit on your patio and have a glass of wine or just or just chat or whatever it may be. And, and the, the concept really came through into the development when you see it, um, which is unique, I would think, than the yeah. most right so yeah we really try to take advantage of the okanagan lifestyle so um we have huge patios in comparison to other development sites so um you know we've got uh, some places have fireplaces on the outside we've got built-in barbecues uh, it's zero threshold um sorry is that my volume um zero threshold uh from the indoor to the outdoor to create these really outdoor uh, areas that combine with a living room to create a large entertainment space. And it's interesting because I printed it off because I thought this was interesting that looking at sort of the things that's happened on the website, so sort of living at Arriva and all the unique things that you could be, what a day would look like with sunrise yoga, stretch and aqua classes, pickleball leagues, art seminars, organic gardening, a community barbecue, an amphitheater, on and on and on and on. Yeah. So this isn't a place where you go and just put your feet up and, and chill. Like you're, you're active, right? And you can really, you can really take advantage of everything that makes the Okanagan the Okanagan. That's right. Yeah. I, I think another thing that separates us from other developments is that we have an on-site uh, lifestyle concierge or, um, you know, the director of fun 
um, that will help kind of animate these spaces and 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 utilize the all the outdoor amenities, all the indoor amenities, and the Okanagan things like trips to the Kettle Valley on you know the fleet of e-bikes that we have, um, or a barge trip in France. You know, you know, planning it with your neighbors and and you know really growing that kind of community vibe. And you can contribute as much or as little as you want. You're not forced to you know garden or anything like that. But it's so it's it's yeah for everybody's interest. That's interesting. So how did this all come to be? You said you've been, you know, working on this for whatever, eight years. So how, how did, like, why this location and how did that all come together? You know, who, who, who saw the opportunity and how did it come together? Yeah. So, you know, I've always, you know, my dad was kind of semi-retired and, um, you know, he can't sit down for more than five minutes without thinking about something to do with like business and, 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 uh, development. So, um, we kind of, this is a, a dinner conversation over the last, you know, eight years. So it's kind of grown and he has a land, uh, along with his, uh, previous partner. And, um, so it was just, it was, it was begging to be kind of a master plan community brought to the Okanagan with specific intention, uh, for kind of that baby boomer, uh, market, because everybody always asks, you know, my dad, you know, Hey, when are you going to build something for us? And so <laughs> he's always like, well, this is it, you know, this is, this is Arriva. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. And we're, I'm really enjoying seeing it all coming together. And, uh, it was a lot of work up to now and there's still a lot of work to be done, but it's, it's, uh, it's going to be great. So we all know, or, you know, people that follow the real estate market have, have known that the last you know, year and a half or so, it's pacing at an all-time high when it comes to sort of the, the real estate market. But what are you seeing in your market? So you mentioned there's a certain demo that you guys are going after. Are you seeing the same thing in that in, in that age group and demo that you guys have been talking to? Yeah, I think, you know, for our demographic, it's a little, a little bit different than kind of the single family home market. Um, that's just, you know, gone crazy. Um, uh, people are a little bit more, they want to know more about the development they want to know all the details they're not first home buyers and they're very experienced um you know uh a, a demographic that has a lot of experience going through all this so um you know when they lifted the travel restrictions i think that's when things really picked up for us um and so we've launched our phase two and we're already converting a bunch of our reservations for phase two and that's going really really well right now so um, we just can't build it fast enough now. So now we're really hitting the gas pedal for construction wise. And then we'll be launching phase by phase kind of, um, through, through the next kind of two years. So in, in where, where are the buyers currently, the current buyers, where are they coming from? Is it mostly out of market or, or do you see people moving in market as well? Yeah. So it's a, you know, it's surprisingly, it's, it's a really diverse cross section. So we're just starting now to see more people from the East coast come. Um, and then, of course, Vancouver market's been really strong. There's the great migration from the lower mainland to the Okanagan. And um, so we're definitely seeing a lot of that. But we have a lot of local buyers as well. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we were, before we hopped on the call, we we're talking about some of the challenges when it comes to development in, in you know, I would say this year, outside of COVID, um, you're facing other challenges. Or maybe it's because of COVID that you're seeing some of these challenges, you know, obviously, when you're building homes, you know, lumber went through the roof for a while, but you're saying, you know, there's, there's trades and like, what are some of the challenges maybe without going too much, because I don't want to stress you out too much is that <laughs> outside of COVID that you guys have faced during this development phase? 
Yeah, I mean, the big swear word is supply chain, right? So that's like, <laughs> we don't say that very often. Um, you know, it's things like insulation and, you know, PVC pipe that goes in the ground um, and, and valves. Like, it's just not that, the you know, the price has gone up so much. It's just not available. So, um, you know, the supply chain, it, and you've just got to adapt and pivot and figure out what the next play is, because um, these are things that are uncontrollable. So we really try to make sure that we're flexible and we have the ability to kind of move and shake. And it, it's definitely an issue because these things come up and you're all, always like, well, why is insulation a, a hot commodity right now? And, and uh, so it's just little things like that that come up. But um, for the most part, you know, we've, it's, it's been good. I mean, COVID and, and everything and, um, you know, the market's really healthy, which is, you know, I think kind of a unique, I don't think anybody saw this coming, but um, yeah, we're, we're, we're thrilled about it. So it could be worse. And you mentioned sort of, you know, I suspect you have some really good partners as well, I believe, team construction. Um, you mentioned Valley First. Yeah, that's you, right. We really didn't plan that, but it's, it's awesome. <laughs> so you have some really good partners that are probably helped through these sort of phases as well, right? So Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's not me doing all the work. It's a, it's a team of people, right? So it's, it's having the, the, the right people and everybody, you know, working hard and, and trying to solve these, these issues that come up and uh, teaming up with people like Valley First and team construction and, and these reputable um, companies. And, and is, is just, it's a huge value and it's growing in the Okanagan. I think it's just going to, it's going to help the growth of, of Kelowna and the whole Okanagan, I think. Yeah, interesting. So given all some struggles or delays, when are you hoping you're handing over the first keys to someone? When are you hoping move in first for first buyer would be? Yeah, we're still targeting uh, early spring, um, so it might be early spring or, or late spring, um, and uh, you know a, a lot depends on on the progress that we make over the next kind of couple of months. So yeah, and, and, and you don't have a crystal ball. You mentioned it. You know, I think there's five phases in development. We're in phase two right now. The goal is sort of a two three year build out. Is that sort of the idea? If all goes well. Yeah, that's right. So we're just gearing up. We just submitted our um, kind of development permits and building permits for our phase two and three. So we'll be building the parking structure of phase three along with phase two. So uh, we'll get going on the framing of phase two and then right into phase three, and then most likely build phase four and five at the same time. So uh, pretty aggressive schedule, uh, like 210 units in, in, you know, two to three years. So interesting. I would, I would assume that, I mean, you've been kind of part of the you know business with your dad and you've seen it things have changed a lot from you know 40 years ago when you were selling real estate and, and do you find that people like digital's big now but do people still want the face-to-face -face? like I know you guys have a sales center downtown is that an important thing to still have or is it like a must or is it sort of like you do it because you've done it forever yeah you know I'm not sure like it's it's funny like my dad will mention you know like hey all we need to do is take an ad out in the daily courier and everybody's <laughs> going to know what we're doing and yeah. so times have definitely changed and you know we're more focused as you know um on kind of the digital platform but no 100 the face-to-face -face, uh developing relationships is critical it's um you know I'm, I'm spending as a developer hours with potential purchasers and taking them to site and um, we have a sales team and a sales manager and, and they, they run kind of the, the typical sales you would have, but a lot of people have a lot of questions about all little things and they want reassurances uh, right from the development down to the sales team. So well, because I think when people go to your website, you'll see, you know, really great renderings and 360 virtual tours and so forth. And I, I assume that's almost a must 
now, but even more so with the pandemic happened. So I'm curious, is there anything that sort of happened through the pandemic where it's made you change the way you do business that you're like, you know what, this is something we're going to keep now, change or not, is that we've, we've implemented things that we're going to keep that's actually making our business better uh, going forward. Yeah, you know, I think I think you're right. Um, you know, these things are almost commonplace now. Um, there's more things that that can kind of like virtual reality, and and you can get you can dive really into some of the new technologies. Um, that's not really our target demographic. They're not right. putting on their VR goggles, and sure. um, but certainly, I think you know the international market and stuff like that. That's a, a much bigger um, kind of tech savvy um, sales tool. Um, but for us, you know, I think it's, it's like you said, it's having, you know, a really good one is, is the testimony from, from a buyer. Why did I purchase at Ariva? You know, here's all the reasons why this person has made the decision. So it's kind of, we really are trying to inform and educate people about why Ariva is different. And uh, it's a hard thing to do, but, you know, we, we try to use as many tools as we can. And, and video has been our most positive, um, I think, um, way to educate. Interesting. Um, we're we're going to take a little bit of a pause. We're going to get to know you. I do want to jump into, um, a, you know, one of the big uh, issues or maybe items that we want to talk about when it comes to Ariva. But we're going to we're going to let, we're going to get to know Kevin a little bit, and then we're going to circle back on a few more questions. So, um, what was your very very first job? What was the very first job you ever had? Oh gosh. Um, well, like I said, it was uh, working working. Uh, on the construction site, cleaning crawl spaces. <laughs> but that's more like, that's like child labor. Um, I think um, out of university or during university, we had a co-op exchange program at UVic. And so okay. I would be placed in different companies throughout the summer as like a co-op work, work term. So um, the first one would have been probably at McElhaney uh, Engineering Consulting Firm. And then uh, again in Calgary and then Earl's, I was a server at Earl's. I think everybody okay. should be a server at one point in their lives. Um, and then, yeah, kind of out of university, um, I was uh, like engineering, engineering consulting firm. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I know you like to explore the Okanagan. If anyone follows you on social, you, you'd love to <laughs> But when, when you're not, you know, knee deep in work, where, where, where's the best way for you to spend, spend time away from work? Yeah, you know, um, just with, with my boys, you know, camping is a huge thing. Um, I grew up here in the Okanagan and um, it's either, you know, out on a boat, on a golf course, in front of a fire, camping, um, or just like local trips. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoy the, I try to take advantage of the whole Okanagan lifestyle. So yeah. um, it's maybe I do all one, all those things in one day. I don't know. It's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, I, I do miss traveling though. I do miss traveling. <laughs> You can ski and golf in the same day in the Okanagan, which is amazing. So that's right. Um, what gets you up in the morning? Why do you love to do what you do? But like, if you, I know that you know, maybe there's a few things, but you know, what really motivates you to do what you do right now? What do you love about it? Yeah, it's a good. That's a good question. You know, I think um, you know, having something that where you build it, you can see it um and kind of working towards that and it's it's you know it's a big challenge and um it you know takes a lot of energy and um you know that's it's more of a passion like i said it's not doesn't feel like work you know i, I come to my my home office here i just you know walk across from the house to the garage and um you know it's i i you know it, i just love love doing what i do it's a it's definitely a passion more than a than a career it's interesting where when you actually get to see it come to life like that's that's great as well like you said we're 
back in your previous when it comes to like road construction, whatever it is, or development today, like you, you still get to see and go, wow, like I was part of that, which is, which is, would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So if you could grab a, we'll say a glass of wine because we're in the Okanagan, a glass of wine with somebody famous, a famous person, and just have a glass of wine and talk to so who comes to mind, who would love, who would you love to sit down with and, and, and talk to? Oh, wow. Um, on the spot. Uh, who would I, who would it be? I think, um, you know, I've always like, just, it, it's interesting, probably a lame answer, but you know, like a Bill Gates or somebody who, uh, has like a lot of influence and, um, ability to make big change. Um, it would be really cool to see, you know, Hey, what are, what are they doing and, and how are they making a big difference and, um, learning on how they can, you know, make, everybody's life better, not just, you know, a small community or, or a big community, but like, I'm talking big change. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, somebody like that, I don't know, it's kind of a lame answer, but uh, that's no, kind no, of, it's yeah. Um, if we asked your friends or family to describe you in one word, what would they say? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, probably like enthusiastic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you like to have fun, fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you said you'd like to travel, you miss travel. When we're able to travel, what's one of the favorite places you've ever gone to and you'd love to go back to? Yeah, I think, you know, I really want to take my kids traveling. That's something that um, I, you know, growing up um, uh, as a spoiled kid, we did, we did a lot of, a lot of traveling when I was younger, my parents uh, took me traveling and I just want to kind of like take yeah. my kids traveling. So, you know, I really wanted to get them out to Europe. We were planning on going to Europe before the pandemic and that kind of unfolded. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like, uh, as soon as we can get to do that, then, then away we go for is sure. Is there a place that's on your bucket list that you'd you haven't gone and you'd like to go to? Is there one specific place you're like, I, we have to get there? Yeah. Well, um, you know, I'd love to go to the Baltic and, and go to like Copenhagen and Prague and Estonia and, and, and that kind of area. I've never, never, never been there and, um, would love, love to go check that out. The history, right. All the yeah, culture yeah. and history. That's a, yeah. Interesting. Um, if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, you're only allowed to eat one meal, what would it be? What's your go-to food? What's your... You know, it's 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 a tie between tacos and I think like a, like a nice like a nice uh, steak. Oh, awesome. Is there, yeah. is, do you have a favorite local restaurant? Is there a go-to for you guys that you guys love to go to? Um, you know, I like to spread it, spread it out definitely like from, from, cause some of the projects I'm working on are winery related. So, you know, um, Cedar Creek, uh, home block and, and block one at 50th parallel. Those are like really cool. The setting is really nice. And yeah. I like that, but I mean, I can, I can hop downtown and go to central or Cactus club or Earl's or yeah, that's always fun too. Interesting. One last question. If, um, uh, You've worked on a lot of projects, it sounds like, uh, over your years. Is there one that really stands out for you? Is there one that's like, wow, like that was difficult or cool, but just just like really stands out in your mind? Does, does anything come to mind? Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm like kind of in between Bearland Development Services and, and working as a consultant. I went and worked for a, a, an owner for a winery in Cars Landing. Um, and, and their family, the O'Rourke family. So that's a project that's just coming into fruition now. Um, but I, I spent two years kind of out in Cars Landing. We did like caves and all kinds of stuff and um, tons of vineyard development and beautiful, beautiful setting. The views uh, from where the winery is going to be is, is just amazing. And um, it's just a really unique situation working for 
you know, somebody who uh, has, a, has a legacy project in mind that they're trying to bring to fruition and um, a lot of resources to be able to do it. So uh, that, was a, that was a big eye-opener and a huge learning experience. And uh, I was fortunate to be able to kind of have that experience. Cool. It sounds like your next, your next project, you guys need to do a liner. Well, hey, I, we've got, I've kind of got a few on the go. So oh, I do. You? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. about a handful of new wineries coming to the Okanagan. So yeah, it'll, cool. it'll, it's pretty exciting times. Cool. So um, thanks for going through and getting to know you a little bit more. We want to kind of switch back to a little bit and, and mention sort of at the start that there's lots of things that really, I, I feel that make Arriva stand out but what one of the things I think that really is is like you said the focus on health and wellness and that really comes through with your guys's pursuit of the international well building standard certification and most people that are listening to this are probably like what what does that even yeah. mean so so what what is what is the well building standard certification like what what is that and and we'll dig a little bit deeper on sort of how that all comes to be yeah, so some people might be more familiar with like a LEED certification, which is focused on, you know, the materials of a building, how energy efficient it is, um, and that kind of thing. And it's basically a point system. So it's like a scorecard system, and you get certain points for achieving certain goals and parameters. Um, so it's very similar to that, and it's recognized by the uh, Canadian Green Building Council, um, but it's called WELL. And there's different different kind of well certifications. And I, I can share with you, Rob, you know, we just got pre-certified for uh, well certification. So oh, we're really excited about that. Yeah, so it's kind of, I think it's the first one in the Okanagan here to, to be well certified. And um, it's, instead of the point system, it's, it's more focused on uh, people's interaction with the building. So it's not necessarily, you know, what the wall is made of. It's, you know, hey, what's the air quality uh, in, in your unit or what's the water quality or how is, um, do you have access to nutrition and, um, activities and like mental health? Um, so it's all, all these things, thermal comfort. Um, so it's like a lot of components. There's 10 key concepts that are involved in the well certification. So, and then another, another thing is we're submitting for our pre-certification for well community standards. So Ariva's probably going to be one of the first, or if not the first, um, well community certified, certified community in, in Canada. So we're wow. really excited. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a great way for us to explain why Ariva is different, um, why you can live a happier, healthier life here than anywhere else. Um, so, and I, I'm really obviously passionate about it. And, um, you know, it's, it's a big thing. It's, it's, it's the future of real estate, I believe, um, across the board, across Canada, across North America. So it, to be at the front end, front edge of that um, cutting edge that they say um, is, is it's exciting. I, I really enjoy it. So what are the steps you have to go through? Because I suspect there's, I mean, there's a phase now that you've gone through because as you're building, it, are, are, are they back again to grade once the building's up and running? And yeah. is that the way sort of it works? Yeah, I would say probably almost half of, of the um, features is performance tested. So they come in and you got to like, you know, it's, it's actual testing to, to verification of um, the certification. So a lot of it will be, they'll come and they'll test the ambient light. They'll test the air quality. Um, they'll double check, you know, hey, these doors open and you've got a certain percentage of interaction with outside. And, um, you know, there's fruit at the checkout for at the cafe bistro. Um, it's all these little things. There's hundreds and hundreds of these little things that they'll be going through and verifying and checking and, and um, awarding, I guess, uh, credits and points for. So, um, and then some of it is, a lot of it is, uh, you know, a narrative basis. 
So um, we write a narrative on why we're doing it this way and, and, and that kind of thing. So uh, it's quite involved. It's a ton of paperwork. It's not an easy task. Um, and, uh, you know, the bulk of the work will be done when um, occupancy happens in the building. So is it, is, and is it a set it and leave sort of thing? Or do you, are, are they back, you know, or grading every year, every couple of years? How does that work? Yeah, so there's some things that are tested like quarterly, like four times a year, and some things that are tested annually. And then we submit um, um, a lot of our like, you know, water caro testing, like the water data to ensure that we are still maintaining that, right. um, those, those measurements. So it is very much a performance-based um, kind of system. It's interesting what you mentioned, and I know it's, it's, it's a passion for you as well for this. And, and like, why is it important to be part of the certification? Because I suspect that it, you know, it adds cost, it potentially adds time. Like I, it, it's, you know, with the market, the way we're in, put up your four walls and you probably sell, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but like, yeah. it's important to you guys. You're, you're, you're doing it for a reason. Um, yeah. You have to, right? So well, I think, you know, I think it's worth it. You know, people's health, health is wealth. Um, so, you know, if we can provide, um, people spend, you know, most of their time in their home, um, and the number one cause of, you know, um, aging and, and, and disease and, and, you know, aches and pains is a sedentary lifestyle. So we want people to be active. We want them to eat healthy. We, you know, we have a smoking ban. You're not allowed to smoke in the building. Um, things like this is, is, uh, almost commonplace, you know, sitting is the new smoking, you know, we, right. we want people to, to engage with each other and socialize. And so it's, there's a mental component, a mental health component to it as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, but I see it, I think based on when, when, when people go to the site and see the development, you see how it all fits in. Like it's part of, like I said, it's part of uh, the, you know, the outside in sort of mentality where it's, it's, you know, this is active. It's, you're not coming here to, to, re, you know, just sit down on your butt and stare at your window. Hey, if you want to do that, do it. But if you want to live, there's opportunity to do that and you do it in a healthy style, healthy, healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I think like an, another component is, you know, the the community garden. It's not like planter boxes with a bunch of weeds in it. We're actually doing like hobby farming on the site because it's a large, large site. And we teamed up with with a company from Similkameen Valley called Grown Here Farms. And they're going to help us kind of educate and, and make sure that it's a success. Right. And, and people can get involved as much as they want. And um, like we already have some purchasers that are real green thumbs and they're really looking forward to it. And um, another uh, one of the purchasers is a chef and, you know, she can't wait to come down and cook pizzas in the Ferno oven and we can have a big harvest dinner and, you know, invite a winery down to do tastings. And it's just, it's, it's that kind of uh, atmosphere that we're trying to create. Uh, it's amazing. That's, it's amazing. So w when you look out sort of, if you looked into your crystal ball, 12 to 18 months, like, what are we going to see? What's happening in the market? What, where, where do you see yourself? Like, what's, if you can kind of jump ahead a little bit, what, where do you think we're going to be at? Yeah, you know, I think I'm really bullish on the Okanagan. I always have been. Um, there's a reason why I live here and, and you know, nowhere else. Um, it's a desirable place to be. So I think um, with, with just the pandemic and everything, everybody's values are changing. Um, the, the consumer is, is more interested. They want, you know, and they want larger spaces. They, we, we need to have a more diverse uh, product mix in the Okanagan, right? We can't just focus on urban densification. Right. We need to have families come here and people want home offices and, you know, they'll get down to maybe one car. Um, 
So I think that um, I'm, I'm really kind of thinking that Kelowna's just kind of, it might get to a modest growth again. That's kind of Kelowna's vibe is we're modest growth. We don't have the boom bust like um, some other kind of neighbors. And um, so, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on it. I think, you know, it's a really good uh, place to raise families and, and all that kind of stuff and, and retire. Um, you know, we've got a great medical system here with the hospital for kind of the older demographic. So it's, you know, that, that makes it plays a big factor for people's kind of purchase decisions. So I think it's important. It checks a lot of boxes. That's for it sure. It does. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin, thank you for joining me today. I really enjoyed it. It's been fun and education. I think for people that don't know the well program, um, you know, maybe it gives them opportunity to go. And if, if you go on their Reva site, there's more information there, but there's, I think well has their own site that you can go and dig around a little bit as well and, and learn, but you know, it's great to hear sort of that health and wellness focus that takes more, like I said, more into consideration than just four walls. Cause I think a lot of development yeah. now it's like, you know, how quickly can we build it and sell it and move on to the next one where I, I just, I think there's so much thought that's going into Ariva and everything you guys do. It's, it's truly one of a kind, like it really is. Yeah. I mean, we have our, our website kind of has a well page and it has all the 10 concepts and kind of speaks to what we're doing specifically. Um, like a really good example is, you know, with all the wildfire smoke, we have um, an area in our HVAC system where you can slide in a carbon filter and that takes all the particulate matter out of the air and you have improved air quality in kind of basically what we've been experiencing the last two months. So um, just stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's a, it, like I said, it's, it's a passion and um, I think it's the future. Hey, it's great. And, and for anyone that's listening, um, if you haven't heard of Ariva or haven't gone, go to the site arivacolona.ca and you can have a look. And like Kevin said, all the information is on there on the well program and in the development. And, and you can reach out to Kevin if you have any questions. Yeah, well. please do. Thank you. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give out his personal cell number, but <laughs> his email and stuff is on there as well. And, and you guys have a sales center downtown as well. If anyone's just going to have a look and learn anymore, right? So that's right. We're just on Bernard. Awesome. Well, Kevin, thank you for joining. I really enjoyed the discussion and uh, thank you for coming on this morning. You bet. Thanks. Uh, everyone else, have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Matters with host Rob Capello. If you're interested in being on the show, reach out to us and join the conversation.